of everyone that is gathered here this morning. Are you born again? Because see, Pentecost, one thing that marks Pentecost is an intense desire to see people born again. People who are Pentecostal, they walk in a fellowship with God that is just so precious to them, they can't imagine not sharing it with someone else. And so it is this morning. I want to share with you what God has done in my life. He saved me, He healed me, He filled me, and He leads me and guides me every day. Is that your experience? Have you come to know Him as your Lord and Savior? How do you do that? How do you get saved? How did you get saved? What happened when you got saved? Was there a difference? Was there a change in your life? How's your life been since you got saved? Have you known somebody recently that got saved? Have you seen the change that God brought about in their life? Have you seen the joy and the happiness and the excitement? Have you witnessed this in someone else's life? I am asking myself these questions as I'm asking them to you. Because one of the most wonderful experiences that we have in this life, first is our salvation, and second is someone else's salvation. It is just such an awesome thing to see somebody get saved, isn't it? I mean, don't you think it was pretty awesome when you got saved? Think about what it is like for somebody that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. How the discouraging things of life can really just get to them, and how they don't have the hope that you have. Okay, How many people here this morning, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you've been born again, that you're saved, you know God, and you have fellowship with Him. Would you stand to your feet? Again, let me explain that in many churches, they believe in making the people who are not saved stand up. In this church, I believe that those who are saved should be the witnesses, and they should stand up. And so you're all standing. Everybody. And this place is standing. That means that everybody in this place is born again. Now, how many of you in this church, in this place this morning, have experienced the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues? Can I see your hand? Praise God. That's wonderful. That's great. You know what? Before I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, I thought that I would never get to experience that. It was so hard. You know, I really complicated it to no end. And when... I had the experience. It came in such a way that is not common. You know, you've seen the Pentecostal services where they call people down front and they pray over them and they receive the baptism. That wasn't my experience. That's not how I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. This may surprise you. I may have told you this before. And so this is encouragement to all of you that have not received the baptism in the Holy Spirit yet, but are seeking for it. Let me encourage you. I sought. I prayed. I even got angry at times. God, how come other people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? I don't. I was down at the altar with a bunch of people praying. And there was this little teenager named Ernie Baca right beside me. And Ernie Baca laid his hands on me and was praying for me. Well, I, I was really oblivious to Ernie's presence. Because in that instance, the Holy Spirit came on me. And I began to speak in tongues. I don't even think anybody heard me. I was kneeling at the altar when I had the experience. I don't think Ernie... In fact, I know he didn't. He didn't even know that I had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because he was still praying for me to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. After I'd already received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I, I stopped him and I said, Ernie, I got it. <laughs> so you see, I've heard of people receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit laying in bed. Driving down the road. It's the hunger. That's the key factor involved. You will get from God what you hunger and thirst after. He's faithful. He's faithful. For those of us that need a fresh 
infilling of the Holy Spirit. You know, when you've been saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, sometimes you go through dry places. And some people, at those times, they feel like they're not even saved. Well, you are saved. It's just you're walking through some dry places. You will experience a refreshing, I promise you. You will. Keep seeking. Keep hungering. Keep pressing in. Keep worshiping. Keep praying. Keep reading. The Holy Spirit will visit you. I promise you that. And he will drench you in his presence and refresh you. How many of us here this morning would say, you know what? I want to have a new Pentecost experience in my life of the presence of the Holy Spirit. I want a refreshing. I want him to visit me again in a special way. How many of us? I know my hand is up. I want that. Father, this morning, we hunger and we thirst after the Holy Spirit. After you, Father. After Jesus. We long to be filled with your presence that we may be like you. That we may be transformed more and more into your image. That we may be empowered to be greater witnesses for you. That we may do the works of Jesus. And so this morning we ask. You said ask. We're asking. And you said if we ask the Holy Spirit, you will not give us a stone. You said if, if a son ask a father for bread, the father won't give him a stone or a scorpion. So, Father, we're asking for the Holy Spirit this morning. And we're believing to receive him in Jesus' name. Pastor Randy, lead us in a song. Church, let's worship a few minutes, shall we? Let this teaching and these prayers soak in.